Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. The Spawn Ranch part of the movie um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is really just it was just it was really creepy. It was it was it reminded me a lot of um, of like a really good Twilight Zone episode or something. It was just <laughs> it was it was so much atmosphere, and and I, I so you confirmed that in fact it you would have had that effect when people you just kind of came out when there was a visitor at the ranch, you all kind of came out and congregated and you were saying that the, the spawn, the house where George spawn who owned the ranch lived was not up so high. There weren't that many steps. Was it, what is this? Was it as dingy and gross as it is in the movie? You know, it was, it was pretty dilapidated, but I mean, you know, like in the movie they show, you know, a rat caught in a trap, and he's squealing. And, yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. really filthy, dirty. Yeah. And I'm sure that's how people think we lived, but we didn't. I mean, I think that we improved George's lot. You know, I think we improved the condition of his house. I mean, I remember cleaning his refrigerator. Right. I mean, you're, you're a bit of a neat freak, which I admired about you, that you said that when you would get high on acid, you actually did stuff like cleaning. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, you know, it's still an issue these days. <laughs> Is it really the, the yeah. cleanliness thing? Yeah, but, yeah. You know. It's funny, though, but so you and you you said, it, you know, that house needed a woman's touch. Am I right in? I mean, I know you slept. You say you you, you took turns sleeping next to him. Did you also sleep with him, George, the old I man? Did. I, I, I did take my turn. Okay. Um, you know, like, I think we took turns. I don't know if, you know, we, we did intercourse. I mean, we did intercourse with him, but I, I took my turn giving him head. Okay. All right. Well, um, yeah. Um, so this is the... Um, this is the frankness of the story, as I had alluded to, that there was, but that part was a little vague and I was sort of surprised and I don't want to dwell on it, but it was interesting because it it did, it the this idea of all the orgies and all of this stuff, that's not a myth. It really, that was what life was like, according to your account, um, inside the Manson family. It's not exaggerated. It doesn't seem... It sounded like it was your new normal. Right. We, we you know, we kind of did it, you know, regularly. I, I don't know. I don't think it was weekly. We took acid pretty much weekly. We smoked pot, you know, daily. And, you know, we maybe did the orgy loving thing, you know, every other week. Okay. You know, uh, maybe, maybe every week occasionally, but it wasn't. It, you know, it wasn't a constant thing, and Charlie orchestrated it. You know, he'd, he'd pass out the tabs of acid like it was a sacrament, and then, you know, he'd kind of start taking off his neighbor's shirt, right. and then One thing go would around lead to the another. circle, and it was, yeah. you know, everybody took off the next person's shirt, and, you know, I mean, it... So... I, you know, I that I mean, all I can describe it is the way I experienced it. No, no, I think that's. I don't true. remember it being like this total wild, 
you know, um, fever pitched or, you know, right. orgy. I don't remember it that way. But that's me. Yeah, you know, no. Other people might view it differently. So, but you also, at this time when you were so enamored of him and you were fully under his spell, you had also already experienced his wrath. He had, he had hit you. Um, he had hit you, I think, a couple of times by the time you got to the Spawn Ranch. Um, and you didn't like that, but you were, like everybody else, you were sort of conditioned to try to make Charlie happy. And so you were very mood conscious. I thought that was a very interesting that a lot of your day perhaps much like a lot of abusers would relate to, is spent trying to gauge the mood of their the person that was abusing them. Yeah, um, that's true. So you, you had some clues. And you, I read an account that somebody else had said that you were the most hit person in the family. Um, but I don't, know that I had heard you say that in the book. Do you agree with that assessment? You know, it, it, it's starting to come out that he hit a lot of the girls, but not publicly. So I think that, you know, he, he used it as a tool. He, I don't feel like he, like... Um, totally took out like his anger or fury on people. It was more disciplinary. But in a kind of twisted way, right? I mean, this isn't how people, right. This is exactly. And that's, I mean, I remember I, you know, he did slap me when we were like in New Mexico because I, you know, I, I actually just want, you know, Hey, you know, do you need some food or, you know, and he was had a toothache or something and he just, yeah. you know, I spoke out of turn, um, whatever, and, and got slapped. And then, but it's not like he beat me. And then the, the, the next episode I remember, you know, with the extension cord, I remember right. him kind of like winking at me, you know, like, you know, I, I'm doing. I'm making an example of you. You know, go go with it, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, so every time there was, you know, uh, in my mind, you know, he had mitigated. It wasn't just, you know, I, I wasn't the recipient of, you know, uncontrolled rage and fury. There was a reason for it, and so I think that's why. I accepted it. Well, it, it's not okay. No, and it, and it's, it's not okay. And I and I and I know that now. But this is my perspective. Then you know, I, I try to go back to where I was then, and um, and you'd I grown up both sides. You'd seen your father hit your mom, so in a lot of ways, it had already it was a pattern that probably existed already in your mind as being. A little bit is acceptable in some way. But... And and Charlie was, you know, he was a chauvinist. He was big on, 
you know, women are supposed to submit to the husband kind of thing. You know, so, he so much for new thinking. He so, said that, you know, yeah. So, but in a way, falling out of favor with Charles Manson really saves your life. Yes. It explain did. explain how your your life your entire future pivots on the fact that you're you're he's mad at you or he's ostracizing you a little bit. Right. I mean, I was supposed to stay in the desert and I didn't. I came back with Bobby Beausoleil and Charlie was furious and the whole energy and the whole um kind of the the main thrust that was going on in the family at that time was totally different than I had ever seen previous. He was really, you know, he was really trying to gather supplies, you know, convert uh, Volkswagen Beetles into dune buggies and other vehicles into, you know, dune buggies. He had incorporated the Straight Satans, which is like a motorcycle gang out of Simi Valley, into our family, you know, and they provided guns and knives and and mechanic services uh, to convert these um, vehicles into dune buggies. And it just, you know, it was just like this frenetic energy to try to, um, uh, they weren't, doing good and you know he was he, i remember he hold held my fingers and other people's fingers over flames uh on a candle it was like to condition us to not feel pain right and it was just you know, and i from the time i left the desert with Bobby, I felt like a, kind of like a salmon swimming upstream, but not to spawn. But I was going, I was going in the wrong direction. Yeah. Uh, in his eyes, the rocks, the trees, everything was calling out to me that I'd made a mistake. And when I got to, to Gresham Street, which I didn't know anything about Gresham Street, because uh, I thought we were going to go to Spawn Ranch, and Gresham Street was you know like a mile or two from Spawn Ranch in Canoga Park. And he was just furious with me. I'm taking you back to your parents. I'm going to find your parents. I'm taking you back to your parents. And he did find them, and he did take me back there. And at that point, I'd been with Charlie too long, heard too many of his songs. That's all I had going on in my head. And I just felt, again, rejected. And my parents were now, um, my mom had not remarried, but, you know, she and my dad had definitely separated and, you know, she was with another man, and they were, uh, like, um, boarding parents for an alternative high school. So they had all these other kids my same age, basically, living with them. And I just I just felt crazy. I mean, I wanted to jump on the roof of the house, climb up onto the roof of the house and spew out all Charlie's talks, you know, about living in a garbage dump and all. I mean, it was, I just felt crazy. I mean, I really felt crazy. You were programmed. Yeah, I was. And so I, I went back to Charlie because that's what I made sense. That's, I felt comfortable, but you know, I mean, I felt in juxtaposition to, to being in, you know, like a, a more normal 
you know, society, whatever, I just felt crazy. And so I went back to Charlie, and then he took me to Gary Hinman, and I lived with Gary Hinman for a week or so, and and then I got Gary Hinman to take me back to the Spawn Ranch, and the family really didn't live there anymore. I think uh, I think Lynette was still um, taking care of George in the main house, but the back house, you know, was another commune that had kind of moved in. So, so it was just a crazy. It was just a crazy time, and eventually, I, apparently, Charlie took me back. But I was never part of the like inner circle. I was just kind of like hanging on, you know, to the fringe, you know, taking care of babies, doing, you know, doing housekeeping, cleaning, or whatever. But uh, and the other girls were going on these creepy crawly missions, and it was just a weird. It, it was everything was weird, and if I'd had my head screwed on, you know, I would have uh, Run. got out of there. But right. I didn't. So the the tragedy of Bobby Boussoulet, well, we probably won't have time for. But it um, and even you know all the names you mentioned are familiar to people that know that story and know that era. Um, l- let me ask you about. So you weren't included in any way. You weren't even discussed. You didn't have to get out of any of those creepy crawly things where they committed the horrible crimes at at uh, at uh, the the Tate Mansion, the Polanski Mansion, or or at uh, at the LaBianca House. You weren't involved with that. Did you? When did you suspect that murder was part of the Manson family agenda? When did you? start to feel like uh, there's a much darker side to this. It, my my fears aren't unfounded. It wasn't until um, we were, uh, I'd woke up one morning to Leslie burning some of the LaBianca stuff in the fireplace. I woke up to that and then, some a car came down the the road and she said, "Oh, she put out the fire and um she hid under the blankets and told me to get rid of this these guys that were coming down in the car down the road." She says, "They get just gave me a ride from Griffith Park, you know, don't let them know I'm here." So I, you know, I went to the door and I, you know, did my best to, you know, now, you know, nobody's it's just me, you know, nobody else is here. And they they did leave, but um, then that I think it was that afternoon that I got whisked off with uh, another younger member, and um, I think Juan Flynn, I think one of the, the ranch hands, Spawn Ranch hands, took me to Olancha, and then Tex was there. And Olancha was is kind of it's on three ninety five. It's kind of like one of the gateways to Death Valley, one of the ways, mm-hmm. one of the main roads to get to Death Valley. And it was there that um, uh, Tex got a newspaper with the headlines, and I came back into the camp, and he slaps the newspaper and he said. I did this. Charlie told me to, and that's that's when I knew. Oh, wow! Yikes! They're capable of 
murder. They they murdered they they did murder. This helter skelter is not just a mind game. Because Charlie liked to play mind games, um, and it was real. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.